Hello and welcome to the How to Life podcast. For those new to the show, my name is Dr. Laura Jaggett and thank you for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here. This is episode 67. Every week I bring some good information on how to be a more confident, secure, and happy adult. It can be challenging, but it is fun. And it's more fun when you have some resources to pull from. Some of you are parents or you want to be parents and you want to be the best parent you can be. I've talked about parenthood before and ways to be a better parent and connect better with your child. One of those ways is through sports. As with all aspects of parenting, interacting with your child through sports is most beneficial and joyful when it's approached with intention and purpose and respect for your child and everyone involved. Most things are. I have seen people who don't think about that at all. This is the parent who sort of commandeers the sport, and it becomes more about the parent than the child. As a result, this lack of awareness can cause a rift in the parent-child relationship. But with a little direction and awareness, this can be avoided. The relationship can thrive and grow into a beautiful, strong bond instead. My guest today is Gustavo Neto, who is a former D1 soccer player and who has created Soccer for Parents. It's his intention to help parents connect with their child in a positive and meaningful way through soccer, but the principles apply to all sports or anything that both parent and child can share. I love his approach to parenting from the male perspective. So far, I have featured the mother's perspective, so I'm happy to have the input and example that Gustavo gives. But regardless of gender, if you are a parent or a future parent, this show will help you intend to have a great connection and relationship with your child. Good morning, Gustavo. Thanks for being on the How to Life podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Hey, good morning, Dr. Laura. Glad to be here. We're going to talk a little bit about parenting and connecting with your child through sports. Uh, Before we start, will you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Be happy to. Thank you. First and foremost, I'm a father of two wonderful boys. Uh, from, from a personal standpoint, I'm an immigrant to the United States, being here for 21 years. Uh, I grew up in Brazil, uh, growing up dreaming of becoming a soccer player. At age 20, decided to, to drop my university back home, explore a new world by myself, realize my dream of becoming a D1 soccer player here in the U.S., and then building a global network and be able to have a conversation with you, which I'm very excited about. Oh, and, and part of that, that journey, we're going to talk a lot about soccer specifically, but I had the opportunity of starting a nonprofit organization called United Nations Football Club, where we go around the world build, building soccer programs for communities that don't have access to soccer. And also I co-founded uh, Soccer for Parents, which we're also going to talk about today. And then from a professional side, uh, I've been in the technology industry for over 20 years and working in large organizations such as JetBlue, GE, and I work at IBM as a digital strategist, helping companies around the world. So you have a very impressive work resume, but I love when I was reading about your profile, you listed proud father first. So being a good parent is obviously most important to you. And your connection with sports and starting soccer for parents, uh, I'd like to know what is your mission for that? 
Sure. Yeah, I am a proud father. And the, the mission with Soccer for Parents is to really share with parents around the world, primarily in the U.S., ways of connecting and encouraging their kids while having an amazing experience with the sport. I think that's something that needs to be learned because a lot of parents don't have fun when interacting with their child in sports because oftentimes becomes more about the parent than the child. What was your personal experience with soccer and your own parents when you were younger? I had this passion for for soccer, I think primarily because I grew up seeing my father play. So every weekend I would come and watch my, my father play and play with the other kids. And what I realized early on, it was beyond just go and play. It was really kind of hanging out after the, after the game. And that gave me the opportunity to see my dad building relationships around the sport. My early memories with soccer specifically was me on the weekends watching a soccer match with my dad sitting in the living room. Or my dad, maybe when I was seven years old, taking me to, to the first game of the stadium. Or even just going outside and play with me. So that, that created an early relationship, not only the sport, but also between my dad and I. So it was a very positive experience you had with your parents, your father specifically. Absolutely. Every time I think about things I've done with my father, it, it brings a smile. And I always catch myself doing similar things with my kids. And I think everything that comes with it beyond just playing is what made me realize that there is more to the game than just go and play and develop techniques. So imagine you, Dr. Laura, giving your child, your children the trust to go and live abroad and play their first international tournament and live with strangers at age 12. That was me. So every time I think I look back and ask myself, why do I love this game so much? My mind goes back to that experience. I was part of an exchange program in La Serena, Chile, when I was 12 years old. So I traveled with the team and stayed at a local Chilean family for the summer. And it was the first time in my life they arrived at a completely different country, not speaking the language, and being completely on my own, because every, every one of our teammates would stay in a different family. And to me, that was a turning point and an experience that I will never forget because that experience, every time I think about it, not only gave me the confidence then to fight fear and get passionate about the unknown, but is what turned out to be the person that I became. I can't imagine me now, my, my, my oldest son is eight, say in four years, if someone would ask, would you allow him to go 12 years old to a different country and live with a family of strangers? I got to think about it, right? So the trust that my parents gave to me at that age, build an independence in my mind, and I create a mindset that I could go anywhere in the world. And guess what? At age 20, this is exactly what I did. Came to the US. When I went to China, I did the same thing. And now my passion is to go to places completely unknown. doesn't matter if I know the language or not, but meet people, learn from their stories. And I think that's what soccer allows you to do anywhere you go. It builds life skills for life. Absolutely. 
Did you ever see the child-parent sports relationship in the negative? Did you witness that as a child or were you aware of that? I definitely have witnessed through teammates that sometimes were embarrassed of their own parents yelling at the sidelines, for example. And also witnessing here uh, as a coach, I would see the same behavior from parents yelling at their kids. So I think it's a fine balance between how much you encourage your children and versus how much you push them to do what you think is right. Uh, I think the, the bigger question is, by doing that, are you asking yourself as a parent, am I frustrating my kid? Am I embarrassing them? Or they're really taking this as a positive words of encouragement. Is soccer for parents also helping parents recognize their own behavior or recognize that what they do and what their child is thinking may not be in agreement or to help them find that mutual bond? It's a little bit of both. Uh, the main mission is it's asking ourselves as parents, what is the best way of encourage, engage, and participate in my child's development when it comes to the sport and it comes to anything related to the sport? Of course, you can apply the same principles to any team sport. I chose soccer because that's the sport I played and grew up with. And I think because the global reach of the sport, I also immerse parents in, into the community that I always give the example. 2008, I was sent out to China for work. And I've never been to China. I don't speak Chinese. So I, you know, we have about 30 of us. And we were going to be there for six weeks in training. So you get to a new place, you don't know anybody, you don't know the language. But one thing I knew, there's a common language called soccer. So first thing I did, I reached out to the, um, to the hotel manager and asked them if they have a soccer team or any, pl any place around that we could play. And he said, well, in fact, we have a soccer team ourselves. So I said, we said, he said, we'll be playing on Saturday. And I said, well, what if I put a team together? Can we play against each other? And he said, absolutely. So it's one of those sports that you can be put anywhere in the world. And the minute you say, I play soccer, when I play soccer, you're going to find a place, you're going to find people that love it. And then you, you automatically build that bond with anybody. So Soccer for Parents is still developing right now? Yes. So we are currently running our pilot program called the Soccer for Parents Challenge. So we have a small group of parents going through the program as we speak. Uh, we have great and amazing content being developed. What is your goal for the parents in the pilot program? The goal for the parents is walking away with tools, insights, knowledge that they can surprise their kids. They can engage with their, their kids better. They can have ideas on how to participate in the kids' soccer development. Now, you have a 3D experience, a 3D sound experience that is very unique, and it takes the listener through the perspective of a situation, a sports situation, both from the parent's point of view and from the child's point of view. How did you come up with perspectives of both? I think it's uh, thinking back of every experience I've ever had as a child and as a parent, not only my own experience of living it, and, but also the conversations I've had with parents and friends and so on. When it comes to the 3D sound experience, I want parents to have 
ways of experiencing soccer, whether it's through playing with our child or through digital medium. So this idea of the 3D experience has been in my mind for a long time. Until one day, uh, I was driving my son to his first soccer tournament. And I was wondering what goes on through a child's mind during a time of excitement, because he was really excited the night before. And, as, and I was super excited. And I'm asking him, hey, so Nicholas, how how do you think about the game tomorrow? It's like, yeah, you'll be fun. And every question I asked, he'll be yes, no, yeah, I'm okay. But I knew he was thinking about things, but I couldn't get that out by asking questions. So any, all the conversations before the game, during the right there, and after the fact is where I lived that story. I want to share that story, but through a perspective that it wasn't specifically mine. Uh, so I created this character called Molly. So it's a girl, she's eight years old, and she's super excited about her first soccer tournament. Then the story creates this Im- immersive experience through her own mind before, during, and after the game. It's a nice way for people to understand what things go through a child's mind. And you're right. A lot of times children don't voice what they're thinking. They just answer the question, yes, no. Um, There's no one right way to communicate with your child, but is there a common ground? Is there a common starting point? In my perspective, in my experience, number one, when you treat them as humans, we don't make assumptions, we don't impose anything on them, but really treat them as humans and ask them questions and really get to the bottom of how they're feeling. One example of the, in the 3D audio, Molly is driving to the game and the dad asks her, are you excited about the game? She's like, yeah, I'm excited. But he assumes that she's not excited but because the way she answered the question. But we, and then the story tells that she's very excited, but she doesn't know how to express. So sometimes the lack of, of finding a better way to express themselves, we as adults interpret that as, as a negative and we jump into conclusions. So my, my recommendation is always to be a great listener, watch the body language, go beyond the words, and sometimes don't ask questions at all. I agree with you on that. I would also say, do not invalidate the way your child responds. Everybody has their own way of communicating and the way they do it is the correct way for them. And we as parents, we have to respond to that in the best way that we can, in the most mature way we can. What is your goal for soccer for parents and nurturing the parent-child bond? I hope to create a community of parents that will go from not having much knowledge about the game to number one, get knowledge about the game. Over the past 10 years, soccer has been the second fastest growing sport in America. I want to prepare parents or get parents to acquire enough knowledge to be positive, to encourage their kids, to be able to motivate them, know how to engage with them and create, create this community where we have parents former players like myself, professional players. We have coaches, referees, whoever is in the best interest of a child's development, be in this community to share their experience and create memorable opportunities for a lifetime. What are the benefits that soccer 
or, or any sport for that matter, can provide for a child? When it comes to team sport, I look at two different layers. One is the interpersonal skills that the child develops. The developmental stage for soccer, for most team sports, is ages between 4 to 12. Well, first of all, what you want to do is have them to have fun. I think there is an expectation of I need to win every time or I need to be better than. And at this stage, it's about appreciating the game, about having fun. Now, from an interpersonal skills, I think the first thing is independence. It's really developing the independence of you letting your child join a team. So think about you joining a team that you don't know anybody. You getting there, being able to introduce yourself, get to know people, develop relationships. You do that on your own. Your, your, your parents can't be there for you. You're going to be there. So independence, number one. That comes with confidence. So you build your confidence. Self-awareness. So you start getting feedback from the coaches, from your teammates. So you know what, you, what you're good at, what you need more improvement. There's many other benefits, but the other one I think about is the you know self-motivation. And when you're in the middle of a game and you get kicked in the leg, either you run and play through the pain or you just whine about it. And that gives you that self-motivation to say, my eagerness of winning is bigger than my fear of losing. And then the second aspect of, of soccer, which is I think the game and the beauty of team sports, I call life skills. We develop leadership. We develop respect, we develop discipline, practice makes perfection. And, and I think the last one is being part of a team, developing teamwork. Also, it's very important to learn how to accept instruction and see it as instruction, not criticism. Sportsmanship, it teaches you how to lose graciously because you can't win all the time in life. There are going to be moments where you will bump into disappointment just to learn how to bounce back from that gracefully is a very important skill. How can parents be great youth sports parents? How can they do the best for their child? I think it comes down to guiding your kids. It's guiding your kids in every opportunity. Sometimes guiding, guiding the kids in silence. Guiding your kids with the right questions guiding your kids through showing them the right attitude. And this comes in different shape and form, but what, what I typically advise and what I try to do it myself is to make it always specific. For example, if your child is not sharing something because they don't want to talk, maybe they just lost the game and they're pissed off, just respecting that and wait for them to give the cues to go and talk to you. Or if you saw something in the game that maybe you understand, maybe you don't, and they, they've made a mistake at, at the right time, making a conversation. Oh, when, when that happened, how do you feel? What could you have done better? So approaching with specific questions as opposed to affirming or making assumptions, just guiding them through the process. So that's what I kind of go back to the knowledge of the purpose of Soccer for Parents Make sure that you have the knowledge of the rules of the game as a, as a whole. Let the coaches do their work. Coaches are there to coach, and they care about your child. Having respect for referees. 
this is what I see every weekend. Teenagers refereeing the game and you have parents yelling at them. Again, again remember, they have to have fun. So I think number one is guiding through examples and guiding through every situation. And then the second piece is self, self-reflection of the parents. You know, you're not going to have always great coaches. And then you ask yourself, is my coach behavior effective to my children's development? Is it aligned to my values? Asking yourself, are these training sessions or this tournament aligning to the goals that I want for my family? Or even asking your children, depending how old they are, but I think it's worth asking at any age, how are they feeling about the training? Sometimes I go to a game and it was a terrible game. And everything could have done be done, done differently in my perspective. But when I asked my son, did you have fun? He said, I had a lot of fun. He said, tell me about what you like the most today in your game. And he shares a perspective that I never thought about. So I think the, those just two aspects, I think, helps uh, us think about how to engage and how to be the best parents we can be. And there's no magic bullet or formula because it goes back to being there for the children. I wanted to speak with you because there are a lot of women who talk about being a mom and raising their kids, but there aren't too many fathers who have a platform like you do. It's called Soccer for Parents, but you are a man who is talking about having a bond with your child. How important is being a good father to you? What are your goals for that? How do you do it? It's my life, number one. Being a great father and being the best father I can be is what motivates my life. My goal is to raise kids with values. So, for example, I always say to my wife, I don't expect anything from my children other than that they can respect people, that they understand that they need to be nice to people. And if my children can take three or four values that we set up them to have, then I was the best father I could be. I like that you and your wife are a team and you'd have discussions together about what your values are and how you want to portray that for your children. But even if you're a single parent, you want to have that those same values, identify them and put them forward. And connecting with your child through sports is a very important and very beautiful way to have a relationship where the two of you can bond on something. I love what you're doing with soccer for you. I love that you're a dad and you're the force behind it. I like that you're in tune with communicating with your children. I think it's a great way to set the tone for this new generation and this new way of parenting. Thank you so much. How can we find out more about you and soccer for parents? So we have our website, soccer4parents.com. And we have our Instagram at soccer for parents where we share in ideas of how to engage with your children. We are still wrapping up our pilot program, like I mentioned earlier. But Dr. Laura, we want to do something special for your audience and the, the listeners to how, how to life. So I create a special page, soccerforparents.com slash how to life. And although the 3D audio experience is an exclusive content as part of our, our mastermind, I decided to make it available. So again, soccerforparents.com slash how to life. And 
listen to the 3D sound experience and stay tuned with our content. We are developing a daily basis. We're about to have a big, big launch over the summer. And if you're interested in subscribing to the next class that should be coming up, we have a form there that you can fill out, share your name and email. I'm going to have all of those links in the show notes. Gustavo, thank you very, very much for joining me today. I really appreciate your insight and I'm very happy and impressed by the work you're doing. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And let me know if you have any questions. Gustavo is a great dad. There's no doubt about that. You can find out more about Gustavo Neto and Soccer for Parents on the website, soccerforparents.com. All of his contact information will be in my show notes for this show at howtolife.com slash 067. Check out the 3D experience that Gustavo has created for the How to Life podcast listeners. It's very easy to get there. You just go to soccerforparents.com slash howtolife and you can get free access and see about future classes that he'll have available to help you create a wonderful relationship with your child. If you'd like some more advice and guidance about being a great parent, I have some other podcast recommendations that you can listen to. In episode 37, Cher Kretz, who is a school counselor and family mindset coach, talks about how to bring your best energy, not only to parenting, but to all aspects of your life. Episode 57 is about how to be a great parent and not go crazy. Adrian Brown is the mother of eight, a homeschooler a coach, and a speaker on parenting. I'll link these episodes in the show notes as well. And please make sure to follow these wonderful people on their socials. Please follow me too. You can find me on Instagram at Laura Jagged underscore how to life and Facebook at Laura Jagged. Check out all the mominars I have on my YouTube channel, How to Life, and please subscribe as I put out new content every week or so. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button for this podcast and you'll never miss an episode. Before you go or when the moment hits you, if you would kindly hit the five-star rating button on your Apple podcast player or whatever platform you're listening to, I would appreciate that. That, as well as a kind review, helps this podcast get more exposure and reach more people. I'm on a mission to help take the fear out of adulting. Take care, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hug your kids and all your loved ones, and be easy about everything. Don't worry, you got this.